Jay Cooper. Uh, I am an author and an illustrator of 25 books for kids. Yeah. Can you tell me about uh, your latest book here? Sure. Uh, uh, Sticks and Scones. It's uh, an early graphic reader, which means it's basically a graphic novel that's designed for emerging readers and reluctant readers around ages five to eight. So a really simplified version of a graphic novel. A lot of images, very little text, and a lot of fun. So of all the books I've illustrated, again, it's quite a lot that I've illustrated. Uh, my favorite one, The Last Comics on Earth, which is a graphic novel spin-off of The Last Kids on Earth. Um, and mainly it's because it's really, really funny. And I love books that are incredibly humorous. It's what made me, uh, uh, you know, a strong reader originally. Um, I believe that Mad Magazine can lead to Maya Angelou. And I believe that Spider-Man can lead to Shakespeare because that's exactly how I became the reader that I am. I read for enjoyment. Um, I read to relax. I read to learn things about the world. Um, I learn to understand what's happening in the world. So I think that I would be an absolute basket case as well as for books to keep me grounded. Yeah. draw and I used to like to write poems and so I actually had um, a little piece of paper that I wrote when I was seven years old and it said when I grow up I want to write books and I also like to draw and I want two kids and one dog <laughs> and I found it recently and I was like I've done all those things except write the book <laughs> so I was like what do I love to like draw and write about I love to write and draw about nudibranchs, <laughs> sea slugs. So yeah, I decided to make my first book about nudibranchs. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about the book? Yeah, so it's uh, the first informational fiction picture book all about nudibranchs. Nudibranchs are very tiny sea slugs that are also very poisonous. So that's why we call him the poison powerhouse of the sea. So this character's name is Gil. And see, he devours deadly poisonous creatures. <laughs> and he uses that poison, gets absorbed into his skin, and then he's able to use it for self-defense. It makes him stronger when he devours the poison, right? So yeah, we learn a lot about Gil and his very strange anatomy. Like, these are his gills. That's where he breathes out of his bottom. <laughs> And these things on his head are not ears, they're noses. <laughs> Nudibranchs are very strange. They come in all different colors and shapes and sizes, and they're just really bizarre, okay? But they're gorgeous, right? Yeah, so they're very diverse. There's like over 3,000 different kinds. I've always liked to dive, and I've always been a big swimmer. When I was little, I used to walk up and down the beach with my grandmother, and we would pick up uh, marine mollusks, usually shells, and look at the snails that live inside them. And so when I started scuba diving out in the ocean, I always looked for the nudibranchs because they were my favorite animal in the whole ocean. So that's what inspired it. Hi, my name is Brittany Ann Williams, and I wrote that self-same metal. Can you tell me about your book? Yeah, so that self-same metal follows 16-year-old Joan Sands. 
She has the magical ability to manipulate metal, and she only wants to use those powers to build swords and choreograph fights for William Shakespeare's acting company. But when Malevolent Fae invade London, she finds she's one of the few people who can keep the city safe. So how does it feel uh, for your mental health, right? Um, it feels great. It's both like a challenge because now it's like my job, but the act of creation is so um, cathartic and fulfilling. And one thing that's been really great about being a published author is meeting other people who connect with the story that's so close to my heart. So it's just always great to meet readers. Yeah, what is, what is it like so far being here? Um, it's been great. So I went to college in D.C., so it's really nice to be back. Um, I'm having a great time here at the Louisiana booth because I live in New Orleans now, and um, that's like my home, so it's nice to be here handing out beads. And I really love seeing how many other people are as passionate about reading and books as I am, so I'm having a great time. My name is Sarah Guillory, and I'm the author of Nowhere Better Than Here. Can you tell me about Yeah, so Nowhere Better Than Here has a 13-year-old protagonist, it's middle grade, um, and it's about coastal erosion, a girl whose um, hometown is going underwater after a flood, and so she's trying to save it by collecting stories and get her school reopened and everything like that. How does it feel for you uh, and your mental health to, to write? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it is a huge, it's a stressor, but uh, if you're asking about my mental health, this helps so much. I'm a high school teacher, so when I get home in the afternoons, this is sort of my stress reliever to sort of pour those words out, so it's wonderful. What does it mean to you for your book to be selected as a great book? Oh, this was a great honor for the Louisiana, uh, that the state of Louisiana chose my book to represent it, because this book is a love letter to Louisiana. Queen, um, which is set in 1941 in North Carolina, in eastern North Carolina. It's about a girl who wants to be a beauty queen, the Kudzu Queen, and she wants to have the Kudzu King fall madly in love with her even though she's 15 and he's 30 until she finds out his dark side and brings him down. And I'm so happy to be here. Thanks so much to the North Carolina Center for the Book and North Carolina Humanities and the Library of Congress and the National Book Festival. How does writing help your own mental health? Oh my gosh, it takes everything that's cluttering up here and gets it on the page. It's such an ease. And plus it's amazing to be able to just invent worlds that I'd like to live in. Can you tell me a little bit about your book? Yes, Josie Dances is uh, based on a, a little power dancer uh, from my tribe. And she needs to have an outfit in order to have like a coming out ceremony into the powwow arena. So she asks uh, her aunties, her grandma, to help make her outfit. And along with, um, she needed her spirit name or like her Ojibwe name. So she asked uh, a grandma, an elder for that. So she gets to the powwow and nobody's there with her shawl, her outfit, her moccasins. And so she's just really worried. But then when she looks up, there everybody is. So she, they have her outfit together. So she Welcome, comes, she has her, um, her coming out ceremony into the powwow arena. So let everybody know this is um, Josie. She has the right to be in the arena. Welcome her to the powwow circle. How does uh, writing help your own mental health? 
Oh my, yeah. Well, I'm also a poet, so it's um, it's helped me um, deal with some trauma in my life. Um, um, my parents were sent to boarding schools and and so on. So um, I'm also a Birch Park fighting artist, and my artwork has also helped me deal with um, with grief. This is a children's nonfiction book um, about nature, about the California poppy, which is the state flower. And um, this is a nonfiction book for kids, gorgeously illustrated by Lisa Powell Braun. Um, we worked tediously on this to make sure it was scientifically accurate. We worked with experts um, to make sure that everything um, was expert vetted. And then this just tells the story of the poppy and also the California super bloom that happened in 2019 here. This is based on a photo I took in the Antelope Valley in California. And um, this, this sort of like main text is a lyrical text for younger children. And then there's this secondary text at the bottom, which is nonfiction. And it just sort of supplements the story and tells the backstory. Um, the interesting part about this and other nonfiction books is that there's back matter. So you'll find, you know, more reading material. In this book, you find trails that you can find your own wildflowers on. And then this has a glossary with actual scientific drawings, more about the poppy. So really comprehensive for you know, a school setting or homeschool groups or wild school groups, um, parents who want to teach their kids about nature, native plants, the environment. Um, and so, yeah, there we go. How did it feel to be, to have your book as one of the great reads for California? Oh, it was incredible and also very um, surprising. Um, so the book won um, an award from the California Readers Association and then from the California um, State Library Association and subsequently was honored here as one of the great reads. And um, it's just an incredible honor and um, it's been so fun to be here and meet new readers and connect with other authors and librarians and staff. It's been an incredible experience.